Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st. This podcast is brought to you by the film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn. Oh, he's hot. With an incredible ensemble that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, and Whoopi Goldberg. Ezra is a funny and endearing story about Max, a divorced father struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When faced with difficult decisions about the future, they embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Deadline calls Ezra a touching testament to the power of love. In theaters, May 31st. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, everybody. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. I love your dear Chelsea hat and that you wear it now every episode. Thank you. It's my new look. I know. It's very vivacious. And I love the coloring. Yeah, our dear Chelsea merch is available on ChelseaHandler.com. We are in California, back in our studio. Uh, This is a very exciting time to be alive. (laughs) We have a guest today. We have some letters that you wanted to go over, right? Some write-ins. You know what? We got an update from our caller, Alexa, whose parents had started dating each other again after her dad had cheated. She was the one who caught her dad having an affair while trying to take that test. And her parents had split up and were dating again. And she found it really yucky. But she says, hi, Chelsea. I hope you're doing well. I wanted to thank you both and Tinks for taking the time to speak with me and provide insight on my situation. I took your advice and stopped letting my parents' situation weigh so heavily on me. Since then, I've been able to repair my relationship with my dad 
awesome. We're making plans for the future to cook together since we're both foodies and even go to a Haim concert. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. My family. I think I, it's Haim. Is it Haim? I think so. Go to a Haim concert. They once pra- they once sang a song in my garage for my last TV show. <laughs> That's fun. And I, I think I called them Haim and was corrected. Okay. But you know what? I'm usually fucking wrong. So, <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. So uh, we made plans to go to a Heim concert. My family and I have been able to have more meaningful and intentional conversations, and we're showing up for one another in ways we haven't before. Life is too short to let things affect you that are out of your control. I greatly appreciate all you do and hope you come back to Florida for a show soon. Although I don't blame you if you don't want to come back to this dumpster fire of a state. (laughs) Alexa. Oh, well, that's a cute update. That's (laughs) a cute update. We should do actually show updates also. I added a show in Saratoga and Mountain Winery that is coming up this summer. I added two shows in Nashville on June 10th. And I'm also coming to Niagara Falls. And I'll be at the Montreal Comedy Festival hosting a gala on July 28th. And you can go to ChelseaHandler.com for tickets for all my upcoming shows because I'm going to Birmingham, Alabama and Louisville, oh Kentucky goodness. and all sorts of fun stops. You're going everywhere. Yeah. When you're doing that many shows, do they all kind of blur together? Or uh, No, I pretty much remember because I'm no longer shit-faced when I perform, <laughs> so I have more clarity. And I pretty much remember every show. Like, yeah. I remember, and it is always those smaller towns that you're like, wait, what? That end up being <laughs> kind of the best shows. So, yeah. Yeah. So just like Alexa said in her letter, life's too short to let things like that bother you. And I think that's a great segue into our guest today, who has a podcast called Life is Short. Oh, yeah. I've been on his podcast. He has oh. a podcast called, yes, I've been I've been a guest on his podcast. I actually had a great time because I had never met him before then. So that was awesome. And he also stars in the show F is for Family on Netflix. So please welcome Mr. Justin Long. Catherine, guys, uh, Chelsea. Uh, 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 hey. Uh, uh, hey. What? Good morning. Good. <laughs> what do you think? Was that your impression of me knowing that I was going to scramble for an excuse and start? No, that was just frenetically. My, my reaction to you. I'm glad you made your bed behind you because that looks like you somewhat have your shit together. Well, I'm going to give you a little gift because I'm late and this is unprofessional. But Totally unprofessional, to... by the way. I, I, I've, I've never been late once in my life. And I know that a lot of people would find that hard to believe, but it's actually fucking true. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if the totally unprofessional part was necessary. I think just unprofessional covers <laughs> the, it all. I think it's okay. totally. Okay. Well, I was, just trying to, I was just trying to fill in something in place of 100%. So <laughs> yes, totally yes, is I what know. I That's say. the latest. Well, if you watch The Bachelor, it's a, it's a thousand percent. Or oh, right. A, you know, there's more, a higher percentage. <laughs> a million percent. A million percent has become more tolerable than a hundred percent. Yes, I would expect that. Infinity percent is the, is what they should land on, I think. Yeah. I just don't love catchy lingo, Justin. Like, I don't like trendy bullshit. I don't like when people say obsessed or I'm dead. I'm obsessed with her. Dead. I'm dead. I, I'm she's dead. an icon. Ex- dead. Uh, yeah. I fucking hate dead. I, I hate dead. It's also a horrible thing to laughter should be a joy, a part, like a, it's a great part of life, living. Well, it's LOL now. You can't even you can't even laugh. You just have to say lol, which lol, I which, deadpan, which I refuse to participate in. Good. What about slaps? I've heard this one recently. Slaps. That's no, slaps. I haven't heard that yet. Does that mean funny? Yeah, I think it means. <laughs> I worked with this producer who was great. The movie's great, but she was a, she was in her mid twenties, late twenties, twenty seven, twenty eight. And she would use this language so casually, and she said slaps, and it was hard for me to tell because the tone 
that she used it in was like you just did with dad. Dad, it's just like the, it's. <laughs> there's nothing joyous about it. So she just said, "Oh, that slaps. That slaps. Very deadpan." Uh-huh. So, oh, like and, not even about so, a song or something, or uh, it was about something like that. It was a good okay. thing. It turned out to be a like positive dope. Thing. That's dope. Yeah. By the way, we sound really old. I mean, well, we are old. Listen, <laughs> yeah, just fucking so face it. You know. I like being old. I'm 47. The mor- the other morning I woke up and I was like, 38 is such a cool age. Like, I'm not yet 40. And then I'm like, bitch, you're 47. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I just had this idea that I was all of a sudden 38 or 38 years old. That makes sense. I mean, mentally, you probably feel much closer to that. How old are you, Justin? For, I'm 43. But 43. I've been identifying as an older person lately when I, you know, that commercial, that, I think it's Geico. It's a really funny commercial. They're like, don't turn into your parent. Don't be like your parents. And there's a guy who has to instruct the younger people to not be prematurely older than they are. Mm-hmm. And and there's a whole thing about they go to a game and, and they, they forget where they parked and they just talk about parking the whole time and when they're going to leave the game. Anyway, <laughs> I, I identify, I find myself really identifying with that commercial, wanting to thank the clerk, wanting to point out how nice the store clerk was that helped me out. Wow, what a, I've been saying young man. What a nice young man I've been <laughs> oh, saying. Oh, yeah. Place. Yeah. You know, know. you find yourself like complimenting the, the work ethic of a younger generation. <laughs> That's a good thing. Noticing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we've been making fun of all younger generations for a while, especially Gen X, right? About their laziness. Gen Z. Gen Z is, see, I don't well, even know the differences between see, all these I generations. Think all, but the, la- the laugh will be, the, they'll get the last laugh, obviously, because they will outlive us. Right. And, and, we'll be, yeah. and, and, and save and the wonder, planet. And, and hopefully save the planet. And I wonder how much of my hostility is fueled by just that, just the, just the biological truth that I will be dying sooner <laughs> sooner than them. Yeah, we're, not. We're, anyone who's over 40 is basically useless to the rest of the world because before the tech age, we had to like, you know, educate the next generation and kind of let them know what like, heads up. This is. But now with Google and with all the information that's at everyone's fingertips, they don't need anybody. They just need a computer or a phone. And compu- I mean, computers will even become obsolete for most people at a certain yeah. point. So we're irrelevant. We just have that's, no merit on society at this point. So, like, you true. know. That's true. Everything's at their fingertips. I didn't think about that. They, didn't, they don't need to look to an older generation to, to learn anything for wisdom. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah, I was just with a friend. She was just talking about how much her culture respects the elderly. and oh, how Japanese? Uh, no, she wasn't Japanese. So it was... Uh, Filipino? Yeah, maybe Filipino. I, but just, I'm stereotyping. I'm positively stereotyping. Yes, exactly. Always. <laughs> Just how much they respect, you know, the older generation and how when you yeah. see somebody who's old, they have knowledge to impart with you. They're sagacious. Yes. They're sagacious. they're revered. Yes. Write that down. S-A-G-A-C-I-O-U-S. Yeah, I like okay, that. Okay, thank you. And you can look it up when we're done. And how much they revere older people. And I was thinking... God, you're so right about how American society, and it's not every family, but how I look at somebody who's a certain age and I dismiss them. Like, Uh they're too old school. They don't understand. They're not with it. They're not woke enough. They don't get it. They're antiquated. And I thought, oh, that's exactly true. Like, I dismiss someone who's too old because I think that their value has lessened, even though I know intellectually that's not right. And oh, I'm it, sure I've done that. Yeah. 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 I, I like to think in theory that I have great respect for the elderly. It's one of the reasons I love Japan. I love cultures that do revere the Well, there's the only, the elderly are only in Japan. So that's why <laughs> that's you true. feel that way. They're mostly elderly in Japan because I think they've stopped 
having sex for the most part. You should double check that. I will. Before we, this goes to, I, I'm so sorry. I don't know your name. This is I'm, Catherine. This is Catherine. Catherine. Hi. Oh, okay. Hi. You did say it earlier. So, you well, know. Well, I saw you on a little, you're on a, there's an, there's a thing of you. There's a picture of you. <laughs> Great. That's really my icon. fault for not introducing her. I mean, she's my co-host, so that's just my rudeness, oh, okay. you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. It's classic Chelsea. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, nice to meet you, yeah. Justin, I was talking about your podcast because I had such a good time on your podcast, and we had never met before that, right? No, we hadn't. We, I had, yes, I was thinking about that as I was scrambling to get here. To your bedroom? I had, to, I, <laughs> I, I, I just got a car. I just bought a car. Oh, and I didn't know you had being, your license. <laughs> speaking, <zing. laughs> speaking of being... Speaking of being older, yes, I have my license. I'm a, I'm an old looking, young looking person. I mean, I'm at a strange age where I look like an old t teenager. Yeah, so you do license. look like an Boy older teenager, yes. like yeah. a really, yes. really mature, seasoned teenager. Like, like a, yes. you've been in high school for like seven years. Yeah, <laughs> right, possibly right. eight and a half. Like Parker Lewis. Can lose. That's a joke for our generation. See, I watched that show though. I will oh, synchronize really? my swatch with you. I had older huh. siblings. Yeah, but oh, I loved okay. that show. Wow, I w I'm surprised <laughs> that you that you remember that show. I don't mean that in a condescending way. We had some good TV back in the day. We sure did. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. 
With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. You'll like this, Chelsea and Catherine. Chelsea, I know you'll like it. I just bought a... <laughs> and you're the first person I'm telling. Because I just bought it and I'm, I have shame about it and I need to say it with confidence. But I am now the owner of a smart car. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say a Bill Cosby Funko. That's that. It's a little like toy thing that people love Funkos and you can buy them and they like represent different celebrities or athletes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, really? Oh, and there's a Bill Cosby. Yeah. I had a smart car. I just want to let you know. Really? What kind of car? Wait, what What kind of smart car? Is it called a it's, smart car? Yeah, it's a 2014 smart, the two-seater. Like the seater. little nugget cars. Yeah, the little nuggets, oh, the little yes. blueberry. You know what? I bought one and I gave yeah. it away because it drove so slowly and was so ridiculous. <laughs> but I, but before I gave it away, I emblazoned. Well, yep. So congratulations on your yeah, new car. You. Uh, <laughs> hopefully it's not the one that I uh, sold or gave. Actually, I gave it away to a friend. And on the side, I had decals that said Chelsea Lately, 1130 weeknights on E. Because at the <laughs> yeah. time, I was on that show. So my friend was driving around L.A. in That's a car. That was basically a commercial for my show. Excellent. That's really, that's really <laughs> funny. What a good friend. It, 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 it's funny that you gave that to a friend. Well, I tried that car because I thought it was so cute. And I love so, little yeah. small, super small size things. Like I <laughs> get too. off on that. I love yes. like little miniature things. M me too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that about you. That's cute. That's why I like Japan, I think. But I'm excited to drive it. So I'm going to, and in New York, I've always fantasized about having a car that can fit into 
almost any publishing mm. space. Are you so? Are you based out of New York, Justin? I am mostly in Connecticut and Massachusetts. I kind of go back and forth. Oh, and Japan. And Japan, right. ideally, that would be yeah. That's the triangle. Connecticut and Massachusetts. Now that's interesting. What? Yeah. Why? What? What, what why, goes on um, there? Well, not much, which is why I I love it. Um, I was born in Fairfield, so I grew up in Fairfield rather, and I kind of wanted to be close to my parents as they got older. Because you respect them. I respect them. <laughs> and because I you're attention. Japanese. Yes, I might be. I wish I was. I wish you know. I've never done one of those ancestry things, but I'm. I'm were I to do that, I would I would really hope that I had some Japanese. Well, you know what? I could see you having some Japanese in you. That wouldn't be too far-fetched. It's a huge compliment. You're Thank welcome. You. You're I welcome. was once arrested. I lived in Santa Monica, right by the beach. I lived between Ocean and Main Street. And I lived on a street that was quite crowded. It was hard to find parking and stuff. And houses were kind of stacked on each other. And I rented the bottom floor of this house. Anyway, I got a knock at the door at like, it was it was one in the morning, I think. And I shuffled to the door and... There were, I saw three cops on my, on my porch and I looked out and they were really banging, you know, pretty aggressively. And I, but I knew enough not to open the door right away. I said, I said, what's the, what's the problem officer from behind the door? And they said, your car's blocking our driveway. And which is very plausible because people were always complaining about stuff like that. But I, I was a pretty respectful Parker. And so I said, well, what kind of car is it? And I was kind of confused. Like, how would they know it's my car? Why are there three cops? Uh, and I said, what kind of car is it? And they said, well, what, what kind of car do you drive? <laughs> Which should have been an indication. I said, a Prius. And they said, it's a Prius. And I said, okay, you know, not thinking the cops are going to lie. I opened the door and they grabbed me and spun me around and put me in handcuffs right away. Really aggressive, and, and one was particularly aggressive. And they said, what, is your name David? They kept saying, David, is your name David? Is your name David? And I said, no, no, it's not. I'm, you know, I'm a little freaked out, but I, I, I kind of knew I hadn't done anything wrong. There was weed in the house, but other than that, like I knew I had, I wasn't like dealing. It wasn't like, you know, pounds right. of it. So I knew I, I was in the, should be in the clear, but you know, it's still intimidating. And they kept asking me if I was this person and there were three of them and two were shining their lights on, on something. They were conferring around some photo. And they kept shining it back and forth from the light, I mean, from the photo to my face. And and finally, uh, I said, my name's Justin Long. It's not Dave, you know, and they said, are you telling us that this isn't you? And they they showed me the photo and it was a mugshot of, of an Asian person, like fully Asian. Yeah. It was like unmistakably Asian. Mm -hmm. Right. And I said, are you, are you kidding? Is this a joke? I, it was around the time of punk, but they were way too good uh, to be. So I did, that wasn't even on my radar. I was just so confused. He had glasses, I had glasses and... And he said, are you telling me that you just happen to have similar looking glasses and the same age? I guess he had put that address years ago. Oh, my geez. landlord had rented it out. He was a criminal. And, and um, <laughs> I kept insisting that I wasn't the guy and they didn't believe me. And so they went in to get my, my license. I told them where to go. And I was living with jo Jonah Hill was my roommate at the time. And, and they were walking toward his room. So they, they went past where my license was on the desk. And I, and I stood up and I said, oh, no, 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 uh, officer, it's you're going too far. I didn't want them to wake up, Jonah, you know? And, <laughs> and the, one, of the off, one of the cops just, he threw me down. And he goes, sit the fuck down. Shut the what? fuck up. And when I'm nervous around authority, I kind of started to laugh. I get like giggly. Oh, no. I get like nervously giggly. I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, oh, you think this is funny? It's not going to be funny when he was like going on about prison and how you're going to be, oh. these things are going to happen to you in prison. And, and I said, what's well, a little funny because you're going to find out that I'm not the guy you think I am, that I'm not an Asian criminal. And, and then hopefully we'll all laugh about it. Did you at and any I, point say, I'm not Asian? This person is no. Asian? Uh, yes, I did. I, I did. And they ignored that. 
but they they persisted. They they insisted I was this guy, and so then one was calling in my my ID and obviously making you know realizing that I wasn't the criminal. And the one who had been most aggressive at one point got kind of quiet, and I could see him studying my face. And he goes, "Yo, are you? Wait a minute, are, are you an actor?" And I said, "Yes." And I'm there. I'm looking at the handcuffs <laughs> on. And he goes, "Are you in dodgeball?" And I said, "Yes." And he goes, "Bro." Bro, and he went like that to like give me a man hug shake, and I was like, "Well, I, I got the cuffs on, I can't." And so, you know, then they then they realized I wasn't the guy, they, and they and and the strange thing was they. I said, "Well," and then I was of course freaked out. Well, what did this guy do? And is he going to come back to the house? Is he going to be? He's given out the address as his, and they they wouldn't tell me what he did. And they said, "If you have any," and then but I was also starting to think like, "Well, wait a minute." There's been some violation, like something was not doesn't add up about what just happened. There's this can't be the way it should go down. I said, is there a number I can call if whatever, he comes back and he gave me the number. It was a general number to the Santa Monica Police Department. I called the next day and they had no idea what I was talking about. Why did I tell you that story? Because you're explaining why you live in Massachusetts and Connecticut? <laughs> yes, so a couple of days later, no, it was about, you said I, I could be maybe Japanese. A couple of days later, Joan and I were at a bar in Renee's shout out. I don't know if it's still there. In Santa, Monica. Santa Monica. I used to go yeah. there all the time. You oh, did? Yeah. Yeah. That's why oh, I did I... that's why I did the majority of my drugs in my twenties was at Renee's. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I think that's mostly what's done there. Um, <laughs> but we we were there and a, a very lovely Asian woman, she said, So what percentage Asian are you? And I, I started laughing and jonah was laughing because he had of course heard the story right. of the cops and what happened a couple days earlier and i said oh did he tell you the story and she goes i don't know what you're talking about and i realized she, he hadn't told her and i said oh no no i'm not i'm not asian and she goes no come on seriously what are you like 50 percent, 25 percent?" and i said i'm i wait i'm not i'm not i'm italian i'm she goes you know what that's fucked up i have a lot of mixed friends like you and they refuse to <laughs> admit that they're mixed. And I think that's really fucked up. She kind of stormed away. Joan was laughing so hard. Oh, no. But I, I, and I said to her, I wish I would gladly embrace that. Yeah. Uh, I love Asian culture. I love. The, Sounds like you're the victim of a lot of misunderstanding, <laughs> like a lot of ethnic misunderstandings. Yes. That's safe to say. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It, within a couple of days. It was really funny. What um, about your brother, though? Does he look slightly Asian? He's, he's Asian. Oh, he's okay. Asian. Well, there you go. Ed. Yeah, no, he's, um, I think, I don't know what it, no, we all, yeah, look, I guess, similar. So You look I, very I, similar to your brother. V like, I, do. I did light Instagram creeping, just, of course, as yeah. research for I'm on your, today. I, I follow you guys on Instagram, and you yeah, guys do Ch look, you look alike. I love following Chelsea, yeah. What about um, Catherine? Do you follow Catherine, Justin? I don't. Oh, I, up until today, I, I was unaware of her existence. I, I, that sounds awful, but. Uh, well, I, I will, I will say, Justin. Just to be extra creepy, I actually did know that you drive a Prius oh. because I live sort of near Franklin Village. We used to see you driving around near Prius all the time. Also, Franklin I'm pretty Village. sure I literally ran into you at Gelson's one time. Like, did physically. his Prius have Chelsea lately emblazoned on the side? You know side? what? It did. Oh, it did. That's weird. It did. Yeah, I know. I know. I I didn't know how to break that news. You must, be, uh, must be such a big fan. I was a fan. I, I was a fan. Wait, you, what did you say about Gelson's? That's something you had run into? Oh, you were actually, when I first moved to L.A. like 10 years ago, you were like one of uh -huh. my first celebrity sightings. Oh, and I was like, Gelson's. I saw him at the grocery store. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny to know people 
are thinking that. Chelsea, do you ever think that's going on in their head, that you are somehow, that they know you? Yeah, I don't. I, You know what? I always, no, no, I don't. I yeah. don't ever think that. And I'm always like, anytime someone's like, hi, Chelsea, hi, Chelsea, I'm always just like, what, what are they talking my about? Name. And then I'm like, oh, shit, you're famous. Well, I assume, because people often do that to me, and they do it so casually, and they're so nonplussed, as they should be. I'm not saying they should be <laughs> freaking out, but they do it in such a way that's so familiar that um, I often think I know them. You know, it'll be like, hey, Justin, hey, Justin, what's up? And I start panicking. How do I know this person? I'm trying to place the face. I'm so bad with names. And, and sometimes it'll get a couple sentences in, and I'll have to say, I'm so sorry. Do we know each other? And they'll say, no, no, I... <laughs> I know who you are because it's rarely like excited and it's clear that they, yeah, it, nor should it be, I guess. I love Franklin Village. I miss that area. Yeah, it's uh, great. The Oaks is back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are, things are opening up. Yeah. Poubelle. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have escargot. I oh. love Poubelle. Escargot. When you first ate escargot, Chelsea, did you have to, was there a moment of like leaping off the cliff? <laughs> I like gross food like that. Because I grew up in Martha's Vineyard and I ate fried clams and escargot and like all the like mussels since I was a little girl because my mom really liked that stuff. So I've always been into that kind of stuff. But I understand that people are very disgusted by it. <laughs> well, they, they, they sh- it's funny because they, they shouldn't be. I think this way about other animals, eating other animals. Like the, You're right. If you can stomach a clam. So my thing with clams is that I've never been able to get past the the whole body situation. The fact that the entire digestive tract, all of it is going into your mouth. That's a hard one for me. Oh, yeah. Oysters. Uh-huh, right. It's fun to watch someone eat an oyster for the first time. And uh-huh. and especially if they have a good reaction, which is seldom, you know. I, yeah. It's not always great because usually people are like, whoa, they have a preconditioned idea of the texture that they find revolting. It is to me, yeah, slippery and snotty. How many people have turned off, have stopped listening? Uh, Anyway, Justin, let's move on to... Sorry, Chelsea, before you... Sorry, speaking of Instagram, I have to ask you about the skiing one that you did. The naked skiing. (laughs) What? Please tell me the story surrounding that. Well, it's my birthday video. I do this every year. Oh. And each year, I I think the first year I had a ski jacket on, but I had underwear and Uh socks and ski boots, obviously, because I need the boots Uh on. Then the second year, I decided, fuck it. You know what? What? Let me just ski down the hill topless with some underwear on, because... You know, I, my brothers are still alive, so they don't need to see my Pikachu. <laughs> Where is this? Where are you doing this? I'm Whistler, around? Canada. I have a oh. ski place up in Whistler, so I love wow. skiing. It's like my everything. And I and I love a margarita and a joint. And so I implemented yes. the ski video, and I just kind of up it each year. So this year, we went into the backcountry, and we took our sleds up, you know, ski Oh, dudes. my God. Wow, that's serious. And I have Joe this year because, you know, I'm yes. newly in love. And yeah. Yes. And he was there, so I had to incorporate him into the video. And so we had to do a proper shoot. And I love it. Yeah. I loved it. Joe seems very playful. I love how playful you, you two seem with each other. It's it's very inspiring. It's really well, thank nice. you. I know that you're newly in love as well, Justin. So I want to say a, a big congratulations to you. Yes, and she loves you. She is um, a really big fan of yours personally. I, I like her as well. Do I yeah. am I allowed to say her name? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. It's kind it's of out, out there. there now. Yeah. Kate Bosworth so is who you're yes. dating. And it's yes, a new love affair. Definitely. And I was really excited to hear about you being in love. So tell me a little oh. bit about that. Because I just want to know how you're feeling. I mean, you must be through I know that I know the feeling. I feel it too. And 
It's pretty intoxicating. It is. It's such a wonderful feeling that you are so open. I love how open you are with your happiness and your joy. And But there's something about it for me that I feel like I need to protect and keep sacred because it, it feels sacred. It's just the, the best. You know it's the best. Ed, Catherine, I don't know what your situation is. but Yes. Married for a long time. but Oh, good. Still in love. Still in love. That's it's different. That's so, well, look at us, the three of us. I know, love. just thriving as elderly people, basically. <laughs> yeah, elderly, elderly folks in love. But it, it's um, we've been laughing so much, and I've never had anything like this before. I've never experienced this, so it's something I want to protect and keep. You know, you know her, so you know how amazing she is. Yeah, and yeah, she, she is so amazing, and I respect that. I totally get that. You want to protect that. It's a funny feeling because it is something you want to shout from the rooftops. I know. I know. And for me, whenever Joe and I like have an argument or anything like that, I'm like, fuck, why was I so public about it? What if we break up? Like, I'm sitting here shouting from the rooftops how madly in love I am with this man. And then if it falls apart at the seams, I'm going to basically be there sitting, you know, no one's ever going to believe me about being in love again. So I totally get it. I get that, you know, that is the smart move. I'm just so open and over Sherry that that's my personality. No, uh, zero, Chelsea, zero judgment. I, I, In fact, I'm one of the people that I bask in your the glow of your love. I, Before I found my own, I was so happy for you, and it was inspiring to me to like find somebody that you really laughed with. Uh, you yeah. seem to really enjoy one another. I, I, I had never really been able to distill what it all is. And, you know, people say, well, what are you looking for? And people have checklists, and I've done movies about it. And it's really, like, satisfying to be able to distill it down to just really enjoying somebody's company and wanting to be near them. And like I said, we just laugh so much. I feel so grateful. And I know that instinct. I have that instinct to, like, shout it from the rooftops. I really do. So it's the reason why I'm kind of gingerly stepping around it is because I, I'm going against that instinct, which, which yeah. is, uh, I totally get it. I think the moral of the story, without getting into details about your relationship, is that for me, it was very inspiring, not only to other people, but to myself to fall in love at this age, at, to meet the person, well, even though I knew him, but to fall in love at 46, you know, there was a period yeah. of time where I really just assumed that, like, I was too tough for any man to have to deal with. Like, it was just going to be too much of a, of a hill to climb for any man and I accepted right. that like okay yeah. that's not what I'm going to get in this life I've gotten a lot of things and I have a great family I have a great group of friends and a great totally. network and maybe that's all I get and that's okay I'm going to be grateful but isn't that the best place to be when it does then enter your life I mean I, I think I I was in a similar situation I, I hadn't I hadn't totally resigned myself to it but I was so happy I was so content being on my own, and I had a great network of friends, and my, my brother. We were do, we were creative. We were being creative. I was close with my family. I didn't feel this pressure of having to find something, having to make something work. I just, I was really content with life. I was really quite. Mm -hmm. satisfied with with where I was. And I guess that's the most open place you can be. Yeah, I think you have to be in a healthy place to attract a healthy person, right? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. You have to be happy with yourself and you have to have self-love and self-care. Like, I, I have a lot of respect for myself, probably more so than everybody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, well, that's healthy. <laughs> so in order for someone to grab my attention, they have to have that same amount of respect, A, for themselves and B, for me, you know? So totally. It, well, well, because you think, what's the point when you are good in life, when you are s settled, whatever that means. But I, I mean, just being happy with yourself. I guess it's that. 
then you think, well, why, why change it? You, to change it, it requires something like exceptionally positive, I think, like a truly positive change in life and one that you, you can't avoid. That is unmistakable, I think. And so I've experienced that positive change and, and I'm so grateful and I just hope it keeps going. Well, great. On that note, I think we're going to take some callers because you're going to impart your wisdom, uh, your yes. life, oh, yeah. your lifelong <laughs> wisdom that you've learned, your life learned wisdom. And yeah. we're going to have people, some will be writer writing in, some yes. will be calling in and we're just going to give them advice, life advice. People take this podcast pretty seriously, Justin. Even though you're on it, they're still going to take it seriously. So <laughs> wow, okay, you gotta, we'll see. you got to bring your A-game, okay? Okay, I will try. Okay, Catherine's going to start for us. What do we have yes. in store? First of all, give us a pre prelude of what we have in store for us today. Oh, Catherine. my goodness. Actually, some wedding stuff, interestingly. And there's a couple of questions that I wanted really to get a straight guy's perspective on because we don't have a lot of straight men as guests on this show so okay yes yes okay. and some like general life stuff which i feel okay, like great. is great works right with what your podcast has to do with and straight men are often not called upon these days uh, straight <laughs> men's advice is yes. often invalid so yes, that's yes. why we keep that to adult minimum <laughs> I, I, I bet this is a very small part of the show yeah i think we've had joe coy and you this season <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm flattered. Yeah. I'm flattered. Those are those are that's good company. Yeah, to you keep. are in good company. All right, we're gonna yeah. take a quick break and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy girl bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulgence your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. And we're back with our guests today, Justin Long and Catherine, and we are going to hear our first email. Or? Yes, it's an email. Okay. Dear Chelsea, as wedding season fast approaches, my husband and I have entered what feels like an impossible situation. We have two weddings on the same day. One is for a family friend my husband has known since he was a small child. All of his friends will be there, and we've been looking forward to it all year. However, the other wedding my husband has been requested to be a groomsman in. We don't know any of the other attendees, and on top of that, I will be nine months pregnant. So we don't even really know if we'll be able to attend at all. What do we tell the second wedding? It's a friend who was also a groomsman in our wedding. Is it fucked up if we don't go? Help, Nicole. Oh, well, first of mm. all, are you taking notes, Justin? Yeah. I love it. Great. I love that. Family, friends, and small child, all his friends. Uh, I'm so curious what your thoughts are because I, I share her. This is a problem that I've had before, excuses to get out of things. Well, first of all, I think it's very simple because whoever invited you first, which it sounds like the first person did, like you, once you've been invited and accepted an RSVP to a wedding, you can't 
renege on that. Like, or uh, you, you can, yeah. but like the other person, if that invitation came in second and let's just pretend for the sake of argument that it did, that's all you have to say is, oh my God, we've already committed to a wedding on this day. I'm so sorry. I would have loved to be there for you. You know, I mean, it's pretty simple. But did she say that? Because one of them, I, I'm just like, just based on their closeness and, and how much value they have as friends. Uh, the first one sounds far closer to, than the other one. Yeah, but the other one is asking him to be a groomsman. So it's a little yeah. bit. And, and he was groomsman? a groomsman in his thing. I think, like she mentions, not knowing anybody who's going to be at the second wedding. That's irrelevant. Right. And don't even bring that up because it, that's not why you go to someone's wedding to, to, based on how many people you know. You that's know? true. And then but I, based on how close you are to the, those getting married, right? Yeah, well, but he was a groomsman in that guy's wedding. So you got to right. return the favor. But if that's you've True. already committed to a wedding then you can't go to two weddings in one day that's just not physically possible and if it is and you can swing that then your husband can try to do that but I mean I doubt that's she doesn't say the locations right no and probably not as a groomsman but like yeah, yeah. you know so yeah I just I don't think it's that big of a deal so you say you accept the first one you've already accepted an offer you've already RSVP to one yeah and so then you have to tell the other one regardless of how close you, you are to them, you have to just tell them, I'm sorry, I have a wedding that day. We've already committed to a wedding. There's nothing I can do. I'm so sorry. And, you know, I would love to make up make this up to you. After yeah. my wife, I certainly can't swing two weddings in one day with a nine-month pregnant wife. That's just not yes. going to happen. You're right. Yeah. I, I overthink these things, though, too. And then I think, well, if the person does, which has happened to me, if they do hold it against you, that's kind of a good indicator that maybe, maybe it's time to move on as friends. Yeah, yeah, and if you don't know anyone who's at the next wedding that you were a groomsman to or that's that weird. he was a groomsman to, that is kind of weird and that's an indication that your friendship isn't that close. So That's true. I think, and maybe he'll be weirdly relieved that you maybe somebody else he right. maybe he'd maybe he'd feel some uh, obligation to to let you be a groomsman. Right. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't think that's that big of a deal. So what's her name again, Carrie? Nicole. Nicole, like I said, Carrie. Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Just just you know, have him call and just say, "I'm so sorry, buddy. Yeah. Like, sorry that this happened on the same date." Do you struggle with excuses? It just you seem like somebody who's very honest, very direct. If you don't want to go to something, do you ever say, you know, I'd rather just not go? Yeah, I'm just very honest with my friends. I just say I'm yeah. not up for it or yeah. like, you know, if, I, if something happened, I tell them what happened. And I like to call people. If I if I have to cancel, I like to call them directly and just explain why instead of a text. And I like, yes, and I like to just say the truth. That's nice. That's interesting because I have a problem sometimes getting off the phone when I'm on the phone with somebody. I, I, I sometimes avoid phone calls for this very reason. Mm. I, I'm not good at ending phone calls. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. I, I try to do the wind down and oftentimes <laughs> people won't pick up on that. I have a friend, Jerry O'Connell, if you've ever had him on your show, he's the best. At, he'll just say, okay, anyway, if he senses the slightest bit of wind down in your voice, like, well, so anyway, he'll go, okay, see ya. And he hangs up. That's it's lovely. amazing. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just say like, okay, let me wrap this up. I've got to go to bed. <laughs> let or me wrap I've got, this up. I just always go, okay, listen, I'd love to talk more, but I got to wrap this up because I got to go do this and whatever it is I've got to do, you know? What if you don't have to do anything? That's the, the This is what I'm saying. Oh, what if, if I don't have to do anything? Yeah. Like yeah. during the pandemic, it was hard to come up with excuses. You're in quarantine. It's like, I know you have nothing to do. I fucking hate talking on the phone. I got to be honest with you. I try not yeah. to get stuck on the phone. But if I'm in crisis or any of my friends are in crisis, yes. then I'm make the time for phone calls but if it's just to catch up or whatever you know it's like i just gotta hop on another call i have a work call in 10 minutes okay, i have this in 10 it. minutes no i don't i'm gonna wrap that. this up yeah, yeah okay yeah. 
Okay, but don't wrap this up because we actually have to talk to some more people. Please stay on. (laughs) Well, our next email, and this is just an email. She felt it was a little too personal to talk about over the phone with us. But Jay says, Dear Chelsea, I'm 39 and I've been married for 13 years. We have an 11-year-old son and have had our ups and downs, but overall, a happy marriage. Just this week, I innocently looked through my husband's phone and saw that he had been texting another woman. These texts were sexual, flirty, and inappropriate in nature. This has crushed me. He says nothing happened in person. He's shown remorse and says he will fight for our marriage. He even said he would see a therapist, which is something he never would have done in the past. So I guess my question is, how do I get over this? I want to save our marriage, but I don't know if I can get over this and move on. Where do I go from here? Jay. Mm. That's tough. Yeah. Man. That is really hard. I'm so sorry, Jay. You know, I'm in no way an authority on this because I've never been with somebody that long. 13-year marriage. I don't know. Chelsea, uh, Catherine, what do you guys think? I do think that there's space to work through something like this. Like, I know couples who have come back from stuff that felt very ugly or felt like in this space where it's cheating, but it's supposedly not cheat. You know what I mean? It's like not in person. Da, da, da. That's tricky ground because it, I don't know, it is in the sense that they were finding satisfaction and they were being intimate with right somebody else that is i i would feel very betrayed that would be really hard and then i got trust would i trust is always the hardest thing i think to to rebuild and and if you lose that in my experience it's been hard to regain that after after an offense like that i don't know um because you you have to think if that's in that person's psyche if they if they have that impulse that they're acting on to the point where there are multiple you know that they're they're engaging in that to actually pick up a phone and text a thing. That's all very deliberate. That that means that that person has those, and everyone I'm sure is has moments of attraction or, you know. But to act on it like that is a, it's, it's a real betrayal. It's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh-huh. a real betrayal. It doesn't feel good to be reading those things at all. It's a punch in the gut, especially after being with somebody for so long. But listen, you had an instinct and you weren't wrong. Who cares about checking his phone? I mean, if you check someone's phone and you find something, then you were right. And <laughs> yes. I don't have any boundaries about that. And I don't care if my boyfriend checks my phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let him. Like, there's nothing yeah, to find. Totally. So go for it. But there's always space for healing. You never know. This could be a huge opportunity for growth for you too. You could actually, the fact that he's willing to go to counseling over this is very important. You should take him up on that. Do not, do not like defer that to another time or postpone it. Hop on that right now because clearly there is a chasm between the two of you that has been created, which is why he's talking to somebody else. And you want to make sure that the first time is the last time. He disrespected your relationship. He disrespected your child. He disrespected you and you need to go to a counselor and have this conversation with him and continue to go until you build a more a stronger foundation so that you're never going to have a desire to check his phone because there's never going to be anything there you know that was so well said what great advice it's true (laughs) there should be room for growth and a person a, a personal evolution and I love therapy. Chelsea, that was really impressive. Oh, well, thank you. I just think people sometimes make mistakes and we don't want to just, we don't want to just cancel them. Like, 
Yeah, you, you can't do that. Just let people understand you've been hurt. And if they are a deep enough yeah. person or worthwhile enough, I should say, they're going to recognize that they caused you pain and they're going to want to correct that pain, you know? It's so true. So I think it's okay. It's not your relationship isn't over. You can't throw that relationship away because every relationship has ups and downs and it's how you handle the downs. That is the most important thing. How do you deal with that? Can you be in, have a conversation with him with the third party who hears both of you and gets to the root of the issue and the yeah. disconnect and that is totally plausible yeah. and, and i think it's hard for a lot of people to be vulnerable and to admit certain things that they're in this case something is lacking there's some intimacy component that is lacking and that's a hard thing to say to somebody that you love you don't want to hurt somebody but i, I think through therapy there's a opportunity like you said to be really honest with one another and and like you also said it, it would make you a lot them a lot stronger, a lot more intimate and right. loving. And also just something to remember, you can get over almost anything. Like don't think you'll never get over mm. this. Mm-hmm. It's fresh. It's a fresh wound. So it feels like it's going to be interminable. Write that down, Justin. And yes. but it's not going to be. It's you can <laughs> yeah. get over this. It's not like he had an affair. And even if that had happened, that's a possible thing to get over too for many yeah. many people. So just let's, you know, just focus on the here and now and repairing what has happened and just getting to the bottom of it and let us know what happens yeah find yourself a real good couples counselor and you know stick with it because after all there is a kid involved too the most sagacious one possible (laughs) the most interminably sagacious one possible yeah it's funny i'm looking up sagacious and it just says the quality of being oh it's i see having or showing keen mental discernment and good judgment shrewd shrewd yeah discernment yeah yeah. discerning it's the opposite of it's a good word specious it's oh. the opposite of fucking moron is what it's the opposite <laughs> right. of. Right, yes. Oh, that is true. That's one of the Does it uh, say that on antonyms. There? Yeah, yeah, fucking moron. <laughs> okay, Antonym, great. fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, our first caller today is Cammy. Cammy says, Dear Chelsea, in about two months, I'm marrying my best friend and the love of my life, and I'm beyond excited about it. However, shortly after, my dad is getting remarried, too, to a girl the same age as me. We'll call her Sally. Sally's a funny name for like when you're really hung up on somebody's age. It's a young sounding name. Yes. Yes. Sally. We even have the same color hair. And my dad, being an old guy, frequently mixes up our names when we're together. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it makes me extremely uncomfortable. And to be honest, a little sad. Every time I try to bring up my wedding to my dad in hopes that he'll be excited, supportive, and wanting to help. All I get is, well, Sally did this for our wedding, and Sally also went to a bachelorette party this weekend, and Sally and I went cake tasting. Did you get cake? It's extremely exhausting, and it feels like a jab to the heart every time I talk to him. Uh. I'm struggling to find ways to tell him that I just want the next couple of months to be about my wedding and all the things that come with it. Cammy. Wow. Hi, Cammy. Cammy's oh, with us here. here. Yeah, she's with us. us on video. She zoomed oh. in. Hi, Hi, Cammy. This is our guest today, Justin, and this is my co-host, Catherine. Hi. So nice to be here. Hi. Hi, Cammy. So nice to see you. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. I got a glass of wine. It's Friday. It's payday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Payday. She works in a vineyard. Oh, perfect. Well, then you should always have a glass of wine. Always. So, Cammy, is the issue that his wedding is competing with your wedding or is the issue that, you know, she's your age? What's the bigger? Did they already get married? No. So they're getting married in July. I'm getting married in May. So it's shortly oh. after. Um, 
So it's not necessarily that it's competing. It's just every time I try to bring it up and, you know, he's supposed to be like part of my wedding and it's always talking about his wedding. Is he doing that in an effort to relate to you? Like, you know, sometimes people try to find commonality and, you know, if they say like, oh, I just, I, I almost stepped on a frog. That's so funny. A couple of weeks ago, I, I also almost stepped on, <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> analogy, but uh, is he doing it in an effort to, to feel closer and to, you know, move the conversation? I guess that could probably be it. I mean, he is probably trying to find common ground between it all, but he never listens to when I talk about uh, anything about my wedding. It's always, he's always thinking about theirs and never responds huh. to a single answer to what I'm planning for the whole wedding. So. Huh. Okay. Well, I think what your action needs to be is to sit down and have a conversation or write him an email, whatever you prefer. I think face-to-face -face for this would be best if you're comfortable with that. And to explain to him that you're planning on being married for one time in your life and it's coming up in a month or in two months, whatever time in May, and that this is the only time in your life that you have to celebrate this time mm. and that your father is your only father and that you need him to be present for your event. And once that's done and over, then he can be focused on his own marriage. It's, it's marginalizing your experience and you need him. You need to share this experience with him and that can be said in a really loving way like dad I want to be able to share this experience with you without it being about you all the time and your wedding you're my dad like I need you here for me just for this amount of time you know can you do that for me I don't think that's asking a lot it's one thing that you're even getting married so close to when I'm getting married that wasn't necessary I'm willing to accept that but I need your <laughs> attention focused on me yeah, definitely. I, it's yes. always like one of those conversations God, where you think you can get the, you get, you <laughs> so can muster good. up the thing. <laughs> You're always like, I'm going to say that. And then it's so much harder to say it than in actuality. <laughs> if I can add to that, which I, I, can, I can't improve upon it, but I would say I found a lot of value in writing things. I know it sounds like cheesy and maybe basic, but like when I have to have those heavy conversations, I find a lot of value in writing down a clear intention you know, my intention for this is to communicate this and, and, and just boil it down to the essence of what you want to say to your father. And Ch Chelsea said it so perfectly. So I would just actually write down exactly what she said, but have it so you can reference because some, especially when you're face to face, things, emotions get involved and he might try to, he might deflect and avoid this, the substance of what you're saying. But if you have it written down in front of you, you can always go back to reference the intention of what you're trying to communicate. I think that really helped. Yeah, that's a great idea, a great suggestion, finally, from Justin. You should <laughs> write that down, and you can even write what you want to say in a letter and read it to him to his face. But I think with a father and daughter dynamic, it's more powerful to just sit in front of him and show him, and it's got to be with so much love, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I love you. I want to have this moment with you. This is the one time in my life that I get to have this experience, hopefully, and I want to share it with you, and I want you to be present for me, you know, and how meaningful your relationship is and just try and make it all about the positive things and that you're, there's a time to celebrate your wedding and then there will be a time to celebrate his. Yeah. And, and, and validate his, his thing too, because it sounds like he might be trying to overcompensate for having feel, maybe he doesn't feel like you've totally embraced his situation. Maybe he, maybe that's why he keeps bringing it up and overpowering your wedding stuff. But Chelsea, it was so well said. I think you have to really let him know that, you know, you're, you're his, you're his daughter and, and he's got to be there for you and, and he's got to hold his space for you during this time.
I might also need to add to the bottom of the letter that he really needs to think about whose name he's saying first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wild. Oh, in what context is he messing it up? Oh, uh, like we'll be like sitting and having dinner and he'll be like, oh, Sally. Oh, oh, I mean, uh, Cammy. And I'm like, oh, oh. God. In reality, our names kind of rhyme. So it's actually quite oh. funny. Um. <laughs> do, do you laugh about it? Like what, what? what's your reaction when it happens? Is Sally, is Sally like, oh, geez. Uh, I just, I just go dead silent and I'm like, oh Jesus, <laughs> not again. Yeah. It might help to laugh about, are you close yeah, to Sally? I agree. I think that that is just laugh. Like that is something to laugh at, mm-hmm. you know, it's ridiculous <laughs> that your father's confusing your name with his yeah. girlfriends. Really? It's just a true testament to his age. <laughs> how, yeah. how old is he? Uh, 63. Okay. Well, he's not that old, you know? No. He's with it enough for you to have a conversation yeah. with him about this and for him to understand that it's a little bit, you know, inappropriate. His uh, where, where, what's your how does your mother factor into all of this? <laughs> She's quite the, the comical one about it. She hates it. <laughs> yeah. She has every, everything to say about this. <laughs> is she remarried, Tammy? She is. Yes. She's happily remarried to a wonderful man. We love him. <laughs> oh, good. Good. But other than the age thing, I mean, which I, I know bothers you, do you like Sally herself? I mean, do, do you guys get along? To be honest, I've only really had a few conversations with her. I try to keep my distance. So, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you'd want to not, maybe you'd want to kind of lean into it instead of keeping your distance. Maybe there's an opportunity to, as hard as it might be, to, to you know reach out to her and say hey we should let's let's yeah i don't know try to connect with her that might be bothering your dad that may be one of the reasons i i don't mean to keep defending him men men defending each other um <laughs> but, but that there might be some reason why he keeps overcompensating you know and mentioning her yeah yeah and i think also like this is your time this is your moment and you know your relationship with her can develop over time which is a more natural way for things like that to happen like no force it force it (laughs) you don't have to rush into that like you know you can even relay that to your father like i'm i'm totally willing to support you and be there for you i need this from you i'm asking you i'm sitting in front of you asking you to be here for me in this This moment this is your daughter it's not sally just Mm -hmm. so you know yeah and wear a big nameplate on your (laughs) make that clear (laughs) yeah no that's definitely very helpful and just setting boundaries i think is to be really important and yes maybe getting to know her a little bit better but it's pretty weird to relate to her because obviously we have a lot in common being that we're the same age yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. freaks me out No, I get it. It's it's an icky thing for girls to have to deal with their father's girlfriends that are the same age as them. It yeah. just makes you question a lot of different things. So okay. I can relate to that. But, you know, as long as you're not taking it out on her, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, she's irrelevant, really, at this point. It's more about your dad's, uh, you know, attention span and understanding of this time in your life and how important it is to you. Yes, absolutely. So do you feel like that's a conversation that you can have with him? Yes, but I think I'm going to have to write it down because they're also going to say shit I don't mean. (laughs) Yes, totally. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and take your time with the conversation. Try not to be reactive if he says Mm. something that brings it up. You know, just try and take a breath because you don't want that conversation to escalate. You really want it to land. So even if he says stuff, just take a breath and go, you know, like don't respond in a way that is going to like denude the entire meaning of your conversation. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you really want to have an impact with it. So yeah. meditate before, write down your intentions, write down what you want to say, and then go in like you are just going to win this conversation, you know? 
Yeah. 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 And I think when you're applying to his like nature as a dad, like I need you to just be like my dad walking me down the aisle, go to that sentimental place. And I think he'll, he'll be very much on your team. Yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. I really well, thank so. you so much, Cammy. Yeah. yeah. Cammy. And, and congrats. Yeah. yeah thank on you. your dad's wedding, on your dad's marriage. <laughs> No, uh, on your on your on your wedding. Congrats. Yes, I'm really excited. It was so nice to be on this show, and Chelsea, I'm so excited. I get to see you in a couple weeks live. So, oh, awesome! Nice. Yeah. Where where is that going to be? Uh, in Santa Rosa. Oh, cool. cool! Santa Rosa. Is that where you work? Uh, I yeah, close by. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Okay, well, let us know. Like, follow up and let us know how the conversation with your dad went, and if he was able to hear you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Cammy. See you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, what a sweetie. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. 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 I'm so glad. When my mom died, we found my father naked in the kitchen with his cleaning lady about two weeks later. As my mom was dying, she said to me, your father is a piece of work and you guys are all about to find out how fucked up he is. She didn't say fucked up because she never cursed, but she never cursed. No, she was, she was like the opposite of me. She was quiet and demure. And she was like, wait, I, she said, I will be laughing at you in heaven when you find out what I've been protecting you girls from. (laughs) And my father, within two weeks, my brother Roy texted us going, just went over to check on dad. His cleaning lady was naked in the kitchen cleaning while my father had his pants down sitting on the couch. (laughs) And I, I just thought to myself, thank God my mother is in heaven and not privy to this. And then I looked up and I just smiled at her like you were right all along. And I, yeah, I'm. You ate an orange. Uh, yeah. And then I ate it. Ah! Yeah. And then I ate an orange and started laughing with my mother in heaven. Ah, uh, uh, that's great. That's wild. You da- so did your dad. Did your dad end up remarrying or did he just... Uh, no, I think he just slept with all the people that worked at the house. So, yeah. you know, I, or <laughs> But I mean, I don't even think my father was in any physical condition to be having sex. So I think it was more of just like a, vo- a voyeuristic, you know, I, uh-huh. I, you know what I mean. Like, yes. So we don't really need to delve any further into no, that. No, but that's interesting. But you, you, yeah, so you can relate to a daughter marrying somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a like father it, marrying a... If he had had been spry enough by the time my mother died, like he completely fell apart when my mom died. Had he been able to keep his shit together, he definitely would have brought some women around. That would have been a hard pill to swallow for my family and I. Yeah, yeah. And my family and me. Excuse my grammar. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I. Um, (laughs) That's interesting. Are your parents still married? They're still married. And I can't imagine, I mean, even if they weren't, I'm trying to imagine like what that would be. I guess it's different for guys. Maybe there's, I think there's something uniquely strange maybe for a a young, you know, for a daughter to have her father dating somebody her age, you know, to, to, I don't know, just, just the sexual implications that it brings up. Uh, Yeah. Right. Right. It must be strange. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I also wonder if Sally feels just as weird about it. She probably feels weird about having stepdaughter to be that it's her age. Yeah. Now I'm I'm kind of contradicting what I said earlier about wanting to respect uh, the elderly, but I have to question and I shouldn't, but I do. I find myself questioning a person that age, their motivation for being with somebody who is 63, just because I would imagine it'd be so hard to relate to somebody that much younger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had a driver this weekend who said that he has a girlfriend. He was 73 and his girlfriend is 33 and there's a 40-year age difference. Oh, and man. I said, "It really like how does that work out?" He goes, "Great, it's my third wife, you know, when I when I got married, I thought, "Oh, wow, you know, I was 60 and she was 
20. Ooh. And and I'm like, and what, what drugs was she smoking that she was attracted to a 60-year-old man? Oh, my God. And when I was 42, she was two. I, <laughs> That's crazy. So just, that disturbed me. I just, it is I was like, Ugh. I guess it depends on what at that age you value. And if you value enough, if you value youth and that whatever that person's vitality hotness. enough hotness if you value that enough that it's enough to overwhelm the lack of common ground and the, and the inability to have like a really like challenging conversation i i don't know maybe who knows? Yeah, I try not to be too judgy because like you know some people really are in love like when i was 20 I dated a th when I was 22 I dated a 36 year old and that was a pretty yeah. big age difference mm -hmm. and I but I was a baby I just I was so I had the biggest crush on this guy you know why he was dating me is a separate issue <laughs> you uh -huh, know? yes but so well, I let's get him on the show <laughs> I try not to be too judgy because you know people do fall in love at different ages in their lives so it's That's not true. all yes. it's not all badly motivated or totally. you know, motivated for the wrong reasons yeah that's true this podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street. Directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. 
With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. Well, our next email comes from Mary. We are old people in love, so hopefully we can give some advice to this very young person in love. (laughs) Okay. Dear Chelsea, I'm 19 and I've been with my boyfriend for a year now since I was 18. In the past six months, I have accepted that I'm bisexual and I had a conversation with him about that when I was ready. He accepted my sexuality, but my attraction to something he can't give me made him a little insecure. Mm. I had little time to explore many sexual or relationship experiences before being with him. Since the conversation, I've had the recurring thought that I'm so young and have so much to experience. I'd like to be with a woman, but I don't foresee myself ending things with him, and we're not polyamorous people. If he was okay with it, I'd like to explore my sexuality while still loving him, but I would not be okay with him experiencing other women. He's very straight. If he had the need to explore his sexuality and wanted to see men, I would be okay with it. The advice I need is, how should I empathetically approach a conversation like this to a sensitive person like him? Also, is it too early in the relationship to ask about something like this? Is it better to bring this up years down the road when we have established even more trust than we already have? P.S. A threesome is off the table. 
Thanks, Mary. God, a lot of rules for a lot of yes, rules. Yes, yeah. I know. It's very strict boundaries. Yeah, a lot of boundaries yet. Okay. Conflicting boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think A, you need to bring it up immediately. There's yes. that yeah. is dishonest to lead somebody on without giving them all the facts and all the information. You're very clear or or you seem to be very clear about what your desires are and what your boundaries are. So you just all all you need all you can do is present them in an honest way and accept whether or not he's going to be okay with that. And if he's not going to be okay with that, then you need to respect that as well and either end the relationship based on what you want to do moving forward or accept that you're not going to be able to act like that within the confines of that relationship. But you cannot lie to him or lead him on. You have to give everyone the information they need and then there, everyone is allowed to make their own choice for themselves. You don't get to mm-hmm. decide how you're boyfriend is going to exist within a relationship a year is plenty of time to lay it on the table yes that's a wow. well said you're so good at this <laughs> I, I don't mean i hope that doesn't sound oh, you're really thank like you, that's Justin. so succinct and you're so funny wise. it's true i was i was like god what is that because i guess the proposition is that she wants to be with women while still being with him but she doesn't want him to be with anybody anybody else but she wants to yeah. be allowed to be with other people yeah, that's a pretty tough. That he putting him in a tough but spot. He but he can be right. with a man if he wants to. Meanwhile, oh, he can. Yeah, but he there's he's shown no indication of being gay. Right. No, right. he's very so, straight. Or bisexual. <laughs> so like, yeah. So what? Yeah, what that's good like is an that empty offer? Promise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What if a woman were to dress as a man, uh, or to identify maybe as a man, uh, or said she, you know, you could right, maybe right, fudge right. the rules a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of fudging for the rules. I just yeah. think she's 19. Like when you're 19, well, you are changing, yeah. you're learning about yourself. And it's, I know. it's easy to want the best of both worlds. Like I want us to love him, but I want to experiment. I know. I don't know that there's space for that. No, yeah. I know. I have a feeling she'll look back and think, oh, I wish I hadn't strung him along or been, I wish I had, you know, maybe ended things sooner, been honest sooner because there was so much to explore at 19. I mean, you got the whole, it's, it's Mary, Mary. Yes. You have the whole world to explore. You're so, you know, it's such a great time to be unfettered. So I feel bad for his, her boyfriend, but... um. Well, I yeah, I don't. And just, you know, Mary, something to remember is like, whatever you put out is coming back at you. That's like just the law of physics, you know? There's mm-hmm. an action, there's a reaction. So you want to treat him with the same amount of respect that you want to be treated with. Because down the road, if you don't treat him with respect, someone's going to come along and someone's going to do that to you. And you're not right. going to like it. So you have to treat him with all the honesty, even if it's uncomfortable and it hurts you, you have to treat him with all that honesty and respect and be as honest as you can and then it's up to him whether or not he's willing to accept that it sounds like she is she wrote a really yeah very honest in her letter and yeah uh, yeah yeah. we got all the rules so just get on it mary just you know deal with the subject matter and then you know who knows maybe you guys take a break maybe you go explore your feelings of bisexuality and maybe you come right back to him and think wait uh, this is what i want or maybe you there's a whole new world for you that you're postponing by prolonging it by being in a relationship in a heteronormative relationship yeah i'm always so curious at what that moment is she said she accepted it six months ago i'm always wondering what the catalyst Maybe there's not one particular thing, but I'm always curious at that age when when somebody has, you know, had a couple of years of sexuality, let's mm. say, or, or being a sexualized person. Mary, write back and let us know. 
Yeah, let us know, Mary, what happened. triggered your bisexuality. And uh, yeah, what triggered it and act with integrity, okay? Because I know you're 19 and sometimes integrity doesn't come to us until we're a little bit older, but try to get after it. <laughs> yeah. So this person who wrote in is going by younger than I sound. Dear Chelsea, she says, I'm 27 and I've manifested myself into living a very small life. I have a computer job and I work from home. I live out of state from my family and I was dumped last year. We didn't survive the pandemic, I guess. Anyway, did you ever have a year or two in your 20s, even late 20s, like me, where you were all alone doing it all yourself? I want to thrive in my career, independence, and living alone, but I usually just feel like a 65-year-old widow living alone with her cats and waiting for the next big HBO show to come out. Younger than I sound. <laughs> oh, she sounds funny and sweet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Man, yeah. I have felt that way, late 20s. I would try to fill that void, whether it was going out and drinking and drugs, and relationships that I probably shouldn't have been in. But I, I, in a way, I, I think she's doing a really healthy thing by, by being by herself and kind of expressing those feelings of loneliness, maybe, and, and ennui and ennui. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I'm so curious what Chelsea's going to say because I remember that feeling and I don't think I behaved in a hel- as healthy a way as younger than I sound as behaving. She, she's actually, she sounds older. Than she is. Yeah, you do sound older, but that's okay. I think everybody goes through different phases in their lives. I just read a book for my friend Lily Singh, wrote a book called Be a Triangle, and it's a short read. I read it in an hour and a half. Like you can pick it up and put it down, but it's just a reminder that the times in your life where you feel loneliest are just are not forever. And there are a bunch of tools there about creating a foundation for your life where you can build on that, you know, and you, your relationship with yourself is really the most important one to be focused on. And when you have a healthy relationship with yourself and you're confident in the decisions you're making, that's when you can bring other people into your life in a more meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Yeah. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, totally. And it's like this period of time doesn't define you. You know, I totally. I was a person in my 20s and I was a different person in my 30s. And I, you know, and I'm now in my 40s and I'm a different person. I was a recluse for like periods of time in my yeah. 20s because it just everyone just drove me fucking crazy. I would watch TV. I would lie in bed for hours a day, like for periods of like, you know, sometimes months. I mean, interspersed with like activities, but like overall, uh-huh. I would have turned term to myself as a recluse. I didn't want to go to bars. I didn't want to hang out. And then there were periods of time where that's all I did was hang out yes, and party yeah. and meet up and hook up and, and date. Yeah. And then I'd have a boyfriend and that would last for a year. And then that was my focus. And so there are yeah. all different. Chelsea, we have similar paths. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I wanted to touch the flame. And then, but then you find that you're a lot happier. I mean, everyone's seeking happiness, I suppose, but I found that I was a lot happier when I would just settle and, and I was by myself and I was able to cultivate interests alone and in silence. There's something really, I mean, embrace that time because it, it won't last for long. Chelsea's right. So it's a good time to kind of cultivate your own thing and interests. And even if it's just sitting around with your cats, being still and present in the world is a beautiful thing. And, and coming to appreciate nature and, and being alive is a really special thing. So don't, don't shortchange that. Yeah, and if you think, oh, I spend too much time alone, like just add some things to that, you know? Go outside, go for a hike once a day or whatever outdoor activities you're interested in. Go for a walk with your cat yeah. or go for a walk alone or find a friend to go for a walk with. Just like inc- incorporate little things that are going to boost your mood. Being outdoor will always help you be in a better totally. mood and be in a more positive kind of headspace. So just remember that 
and also just kind of add things to your life that does, you know, make plans with a friend, make plans yeah. with a relative, do things that are, so you can see if you enjoy that and if you want to continue doing that. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with spending a lot of time with yourself and using that time wisely to kind of get to know yourself and what, what you're going to accept in your life and what you're not, you know, kind of setting standards for yourself moving forward. Amen. Yes. Yeah. What, sorry, what's that book? It's Be a Triangle? Yeah, by Lily Singh. She just Lily wrote it. Singh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, and she was a guest on this show last season. Yeah, it's a cute little book, and it's just about positive relationships with yourself to remember that you don't, you know, a lot of times we spend our lives proving things to other people when, in, yeah. in fact, your relationship with yourself and the, your spiritual relationship with the universe and mm-hmm. nature and yes. being in touch oh, and giving and instead of just receiving or, you know, giving instead of taking is just a huge component of how to be a more well-rounded person. I find a lot of value in this book. I have because I, I interviewed Dr. Mark Epstein on Life is Short. It's going to pieces without falling apart. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a Buddhist perspective on wholeness. I, I've really found a lot of value in that. And The Zen of Therapy is his latest book. I don't know why I'm plugging all of his work. but I like Mark Epstein, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And taking walks and being present in nature has really helped me too. Uh, I'm really rooting for this person. She sounds really cool and sweet. And Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm wishing you the best, younger than I sound. Yeah, younger than I sound. I wish you the best, too. So don't be too harsh with judgment on yourself, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Take it easy, take it slow, and just, you know, keep moving. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back to close it out with Justin and Chelsea. Okay, we'll take a loofah break. We'll be right back. Justin, keep your hands where we can see them. Okay, I'm just getting my loofah. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street. Directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. And we're back. Well, we're back to close it out. And Justin, did you have any advice that you'd like from Chelsea? I've also found myself getting, um, now that I have the smart card, it's going to be a little bit more of a problem, but getting uh, my reactivity. You mentioned reactivity, which is, I think, so important for a lot of these callers. It's been so important in my life to be aware of but on the road, I still tend to get, I, people drive like maniacs here and I find myself getting very reactive on the road. Uh, I had an encounter yesterday where a guy sw swerved into my lane and to, just to let him know he was coming to my lane, I gave him the beep beep. It wasn't an angry beep, but it was just a pop up, you're coming in. And he gave me the finger. <laughs> it was wild. And yeah. I said, what, me? And he started swerving purposefully into my lane to, to, because he was angry. Now, I don't know in those moments, I've, I've been really working on reactivity and I've loved meditation, but it, sometimes those moments I find very challenging. What do you do? I'm curious what you do on the road if it were, were something like that to happen. I mean, 
my whole therapy was about my reactivity. So yes. I am able to laugh at anyone who acts like that. Like Amazing. I'm able to go, oh God, that person is obviously having a really bad day or time or life. Like yeah. you, no one needs to give anyone the finger on the road. Like it's, cra and, it's crazy. And it shouldn't. You and you reacting to it is just getting right down to his level instead of elevating to your level. So I don't know what the right thing is, but recognizing that reaction in yourself is the first step by going, oh, I was just about to give him the finger back, but I'm not going to do that because this is so silly. We're driving. Great. You know? and, and superficially, I'm wondering if you can recommend a strain of sativa that is inedible potentially. That's hopefully. good for driving. Yeah, that being out in the world, maybe younger than I sound, might want to try it on one of her nature walks, just being a little bit more so you don't get, you don't crash. I've been really crashing and, and getting tired. Yeah, I like, uh, I, I don't like strong edibles during the daytime. I love, mm -hmm. I think the most popular one are those Kiva blueberries. Mm. Oh, you yeah. You know what like, I'm talking about? Those I are like light Kiva. and they're yeah. kind of fun and giggly. And also yes. another really light option are those Breeze mints. They are oh. 2.5 milligrams for yes. really Perfect. new beginners. And they're an upper. Like that's a yeah. fun thing to like go outside and do something with. Great. So those are two good suggestions, I think. Great. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome, Justin. What a great way to wrap up the episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was a terrible beginning. Middle. Totally my fault. <laughs> terrible beginning. Terrible middle. middle yeah. But we really, we really cleaned it out at the end. <laughs> it's a great ending. Yeah. I'm really good at endings. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. It was a pleasure to see you again, too. And yes, I'm so happy that you're in love. Congratulations. Tell Kate, give her my love for me. I will. She, I don't know if you heard her. She said she came in looking for, she was looking for a, a plug. She said uh, hello. I did. Her. I did hear I, her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Thank, so nice to meet you, Catherine. Likewise. Give Kate my best. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Thank you, guys. And it's have so a great fun. day in Massachusetts and Connecticut, Justin. Okay. Thank you, Chelsea. And give Joe my best. I will. I will. I, I hope we all get to hang out one day. Oh, that'd be fun. Let's do it. Bye-bye. So if you'd like to ask Chelsea a question, email us at dearchelseaproject at gmail.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi, everyone. Chelsea here. We should be talking much more about women's hair loss. There are many reasons that hair loss can happen in women, from a number of medical conditions like anemia all the way to transitions like pregnancy or menopause. And that's where Zion Health comes in. They are hair loss experts who make getting treatment easy and accessible with both medicated and non-medicated options available. Go to xyonhealth.com to get started. 